You're listening to Rhema for Today. The Lord would write in one striking lesson two principles. Two principles. Firmly and finely illustrated. Praise God. One of them is of God's absolute power on one hand, even to work where there is nothing but death. And then faith's absolute power on the other to take everything from God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan on Miracles of Healing, Volume 3. Now, why? Why did Jesus say here in Capernaum, after the ruler of this, uh, uh, this ruler of the synagogue's daughter was raised up from the dead and he, he, he exhorted him not to tell it. Don't tell it. Now, while you're there, it might be very interesting to examine something else in connection with this. See, this is the fifth chapter of Mark that we're looking at. Now, it might be very interesting for you, if, you, if you'd like, just to, to look right here into the uh, seventh chapter of uh, Mark. And uh, we'll read something here. We see here that, uh, actually, I want to read from the eighth chapter, and then we'll read the seventh chapter too. We'll read from the 8th chapter first, some scripture. Now notice that uh, here, Jesus, they bring unto him one. He cometh to Bethsaida. That's the 22nd verse now. He cometh to Bethsaida. And they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand, and we're going to get around to him after a while in our discussion. But I just want to make a point right now. Took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. That is, he led him out of Bethsaida. Wouldn't minister to him there. And when he led him out of the town... He spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him and asked him if he saw it. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. Now, I noticed something in the 26th verse. And he sent him away to his house. That is, Jesus sent this blind man who was now healed who is seen away to his house. Saying, neither go into the town. That is, into Bethsaida nor tell it to any in the town. Notice that he didn't tell him to tell it other places, but don't tell it in Bethsaida. Now, the reason that he here, Capernaum, Bethsaida, is not very far apart. If you've studied the scriptures closely, you'll find that prior to this time, Jesus had pronounced a curse upon Bethsaida, Capernaum, and Chorazin. Woe be unto thee, Bethsaida, Capernaum, Chorazin. If the mighty works that had been wrought in thee had been done in Sodom and Gomorrah, they would have repented in sackcloth and ashes long ago. 
Now after that, you see, he said, that's the reason he didn't heal anybody in the town of Bethsaida. Then he called, he took him out of the town. Then he said, don't tell anybody in the town about it. But see, they wouldn't believe it anyway. Amen. And here in Capernaum, Jesus wrought more miracles and did more healings in Capernaum than the other city, according to the record. Remember when Jesus was down in Nazareth in his hometown, fourth chapter of Luke's Gospel? Remember he said after he had read from Isaiah's prophecy, book of Isaiah, Spirit of the Lord's upon me and so on, said this scripture is fulfilled this day in your hearing. And then he said, I know what you'll say to me. You'll say, physician, heal thyself. The mighty works that we've heard is done in Capernaum do also here in thy country. He did more mighty works in Capernaum than any other city, and yet they wouldn't believe. And that's the reason when this Jairus' daughter in Capernaum was raised up and healed, he said, just don't tell it. They wouldn't believe it anyway. Why tell it? Are you following me? But on other occasions, you see, of course he would. In other words, it wouldn't do a bit of good in the world sometimes for folks. And if you'd listen to the Lord, he'd tell you to go. If you was a member of some church, to go back and tell them about you being healed. They wouldn't believe it anyhow. But you can go tell the same thing to some other church and bless God. They all believe it and they're blessed. Glory to God. And so you see, there's no contradiction there at all. All right. We have actually... This miracle of the healing of the woman with the issue of blood is embosomed in the heart of another. And that is the raising of Jairus' daughter. And it would seem as though in these twin miracles, the Lord would write in one striking lesson two principles. Two principles. Firmly and finely illustrated. Praise God. One of them is of God's absolute power on one hand, even to work where there is nothing but death. And then faith's absolute power on the other to take everything from God. Hallelujah. Now they emphasize the two wonderful omnipotences that Christ has linked together. With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Matthew 19, 26. With God, all things are possible. Luke 1, 37 said, nothing is impossible with God. Well, all things are possible and nothing is possible saying the same thing, isn't it? And right on the other hand, Jesus said in Mark 9, 23, all things are possible to him that believeth. So I think in these two twin miracles, you can see the two of them working. With God, nothing shall be impossible. With God, all things are possible. They said the little daughter's dead. I mean, it's too late. I mean, just forget it. She's already dead. Jesus said to Jairus, fear not, only believe. And then when he entered into the house and told the people that were crying and mourning and weeping that she's not dead, she just sleepeth, it says they laughed him to scorn. Blessed be God, but she was raised up. Hallelujah. With God, all things are possible. But thank God, it also tells us, all things are possible to him that believeth. And Jesus said to this woman, 
Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And so you can see that they're linked together. These two wonderful omnipotences that Christ is linked together with God, all things are possible, and all things are possible to him that believeth. Now that's one lesson we need to learn and we get from this. Then number two, this woman, notice this woman with the issue of blood, notice the helpless nature of her disease. The scripture said that she had this disease 12 years, 12 long years. Then notice the failure of human physicians. And this failure of human physicians is brought out with a, a good deal of plainness of speech. Luke was a physician. We read his account over there. He said the physicians couldn't cure. That's the way he put it. There's no attempt to apologize for the medical profession. We are just simply frankly told that all had been done for her had only made her worse. She had suffered many things, Mark said, of many physicians, and she was none the better, but rather grew worse. Well, that's not a very pretty picture. As I said, it'll be noticed that Luke's once the physician himself gives us a vivid picture of all this. We read his account. That's one reason I read it. Now, incidentally, whatever you may think, there is no more record. And we've got to go by the record. I mean, there's no use going off the record. Go by the record. We know Luke was a physician. But there's no more record of Luke practicing of a physician after he came to the Lord than there was of Matthew acting as a tax gatherer after he'd come to the Lord. I think both of them became fishers of men, praise God. Instead of tax gatherers and physicians. Amen. Nothing wrong with tax gatherers, nothing wrong with physicians. But there's no record of that. Are you following me? Then number three, here's a third lesson we can learn from this. See, we're just taking up these individual cases and analyzing them, see what happened. And by finding out what happened, we find out it answers a lot of questions for us, doesn't it? Number three, we learn something about the process of the faith and the healing. And, and this is very striking. There were three stages. The healing of this woman with the issue of blood. See, a lot of times instead of studying and analyzing the situation, we fasten on one part of it and we try to, you know, take that part and make it work without noticing that there was some, some stages involved. It's sort of like, you know, if you was climbing the steps into a building or like we used to have a higher platform here and there was about three steps or so that came up, you see. Uh, if you're going to got to get on the platform without taking the steps, it's very difficult. Unless you're real young and agile, like me. But, you see, uh, there are three stages. First, listen carefully, take the same steps this woman took and you'll be healed without exception because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. All right, number one, she believed that she would be healed. I said she believed that she would be healed. 
There was a certain woman with the issue of blood, 12 years, who had suffered many things and many physicians, spent all of her living, was nothing about it, rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, touched his garment, for she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. She believed she wouldn't be healed. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. The first item in the offer is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Zoe, The God Kind of Life. Also included is Kenneth Hagan's three CD series, Faith That Works. These great resources are for the special price of $17.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. So, you know, we are so glad that you partner with us. You know, we have so many of you that come when we're on the road uh, doing our crusades. You come up and say, I've been a partner with you for a long time. Others come say, hey, I just become a partner. And uh, you say, well, what is a partner? Well, it's somebody that prays regularly for us and sends an offering at least once a month, whatever you can afford to send to help support Rhema, keep Rhema Bible College going and keep this program going. And you just go to rhema.org slash WPC on the computer and you get all the information. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on Miracles of Healing, Volume 3. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.